So we're holding by Perak Hay Pasukvav. Learning tonight should be a schosi l'nishmas from Bechil Machul Ben Asher and Yecheskel Shraka Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as a schos for Fushlema from Moshe Ben Miriam. So we learned previously that the uh, remnants of Ishbaishas as Malchus after his death traveled to David. They pledged their allegiance to David, and now Klai Yisrael is fully united under David. So Pasuk Vav now tells us the first item on David's agenda. So Pasuk Vav, So David and his men went to Yerushalayim, El HaYevusi Yaishevaretz, to the Yevusi, or the inhabitants of the land. David And so the Yevusim said to David, saying, You will not be able to enter here. It was a heavily fortified area. You can't get in. Unless you first remove the blind and the lame, which we'll see what that means. Lamar, as if to say, guess what, David, you have no way of getting in here. So the first question is, why is David's first item of priority on the agenda to go and conquer Yerushalayim? So the Radak explains that there was a Kabbalah, there was a tradition in Klai Yisrael, that Yerushalayim would not be conquered until Klai Yisrael was united under a Melech, and a, a, a Melech whose Malchus was firmly established. So the first opportunity would have been Shaul, but Shaul's Malchus was never firmly established very early on. He already learned that because of his failures, his Malchus would be taken away. So there was no opportunity under Shaul to go and conquer uh, Yerushalayim. Now that David has the Malchus united under him, firmly established, he now has an opportunity to go and conquer Yerushalayim. The Malbim says why Yerushalayim was chosen as the seat of David's throne. So the Malbim explains that when David was only the Melech over Yehuda, so the logical location would be Hebron, which was right in the heartland of Yehuda's Chelek. But now that David became the Melech over all of the Shvatim, and they were ruled by Shevet Binyamin, right, which was Shaul Shevet, so the logical location would be, a strategic location politically, is a, um, a city that is sheared by both Yehuda and Binyamin to symbolize the un- un- united front of both Malchios coming together under David, right? And that city was obviously Yerushalayim. As the Gemara and Yuma, which we just had in the Daf Yomi on Daf Yedbeis, tells us that Ritzua that there was a strip of land from the Chelek of Yehuda that went out into the Chelek of Binyamin, and on that was where the Mizbech was built. So Yerushalayim was the city that was sheared divided between Yehuda and Binyamin, the perfect place to symbolize the united Malchus under David. And so that's why Yerushalayim was picked. And that's why Yerushalayim now was, uh, the attention was a priority on David's agenda to go and conquer at this time. Now these Yevusim were protected by a fortress that was known as Mitzudas Sion. Um, it's called... Um, Yevusim because the area was known as Yevus. So these Yevusim were not actually the Yevusi that we, that's referred to as the, one of the seven nations that Moshe commands Klai Yisrael to wipe out, but rather they were actually Plishtim who were descendants of the Plishti king of Avimelech, the Avimelech that we uh, lay about in Parshas Vayera that makes a treaty with Avram Avinu that uh, king Avimelech had a had descendants who settled this area, and they were called Yevusim because the area was known as Yevus, and so they were the Yevusi after that area. But really, they are Plishtim, descendants of Avimelech. What is now? What does the pasuk mean when it refers to when the Yevusi say to David that you can't enter here unless you first remove the 
Ivrim and the Peschim, right? The blind and the lame. So there's a number of Pshatim brought down by the Mepharshim. Rashi brings down the Medrash that says that the reason why Klai Yisrael never attempted to capture the Yavusi before is because Avram had made a Shvua to Avimelech that the that he would not that they would not harm each other, right? And the lashon of the Shvua, if you'll recall from Parshas Vayera, says Ulinini Ulinachti, right? Which means our children and our grandchildren. So there was a three generation Shvua of a peace treaty between them. So the Yavusi, these really Plishtim, descendants of Avimelech, took the lashon of Avram Shvua. They wrote it on parchment and they inserted it in the mouths of two idols. The idols are what the pasuk is referring to as the Ivrim and the Pischim, right? They're lame, they can't walk, and they're blind, they don't see, they're just idols. But the Pasuk is referring to them in that way, and the, the Yavusim took these idols and put them at the gate of the fortress. The Yavusim were telling David, you can't get in the city because you're going to break the Shvua of your ancestor Avram, and so therefore we're safe. Now, I... Are, are they correct? So the answer is they really were not correct for a couple of reasons. First of all, there were no third-generation descendants of Avimelech alive at that time, not from Avimelech's side, not from Avram's side. So therefore, the Shvua was not in effect anymore. The Dasaifrim adds that also Avimelech's descendants had violated this this bris, this covenant, uh, uh, multiple times, and so therefore it was completely null and void. The Dasaifim also adds, by the way, that the Yavusim, since they were Plishtim, they were also relying on their Plishti brothers to come and help them when they were attacked by David. And we'll see that the, that's why, following this battle, the Plishtim do come to, um, to defend their brothers, even though the city was already taken. They come to avenge their deaths. That's why, immediately following this battle, David has to um, uh, battle the Plishtim who come from their borders to battle with him. Another pshat which is brought down by a number of the Rishonim is that the blind and the lame is not simply uh, the Pasuk referring to the idols, but actually the idols resembled Yitzchak and Yaakov. Yitzchak who was blind and Yaakov who had a limp after his battle with the Malach. That's the idols were made to represent Yitzchak and Yaakov. They were made to be like, look like the blind one and the lame one. And it's actually the Yavusim that are referring to them as blind and lame, a reference to Yitzchak and Yaakov that the Yavusim were saying to David, you can't attack us because the bris of Avram was corroborated, was renewed with Yitzchak and with Yaakov. And so therefore, you can't, they honored it, and therefore you can't go and break that shvua. Yeah, Barbanel says very simply that the Yavusim were so confident in their ability to defeat David, they said, our city is so well fortified that even if we have blind and lame people guarding our city, it, it naturally is well guarded based on the fortifications, and you won't be able to conquer it even if we had ill-equipped people as our soldiers. The Rabak says that there was actually a row of statues that was powered by water pressure, very modern for that time, that waved large iron beams back and forth that crushed anyone trying to enter the city. So it was almost like a natural obstacle using water pressure that the Yavusim convinced people that the Avoy Desar was powering this contraption, but really it was based on water pressure. And that's what, they, that's what the Pasuk is referring to as blind and lame, these uh, uh, iron beams that were waved back and forth, that went back and forth crushing anyone trying to enter, are the blind and lame that the Pasuk is referring to. Nevertheless, David is able to conquer that fortress in Sion, and he renamed it Ir David. The Medrash Zuta explains that it was named after David, a human being, because Hashem saw that it would eventually be destroyed by a human being. So he had it built by a human being and destroyed by a human being. But the Pasuk in Yeshaya in 
Perik Samech tells us that in the future the city is going to be called by the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it will be everlasting. The Pasuk there says, Ir Hashem that in those times it will be called after the name of Hashem because it will be everlasting.